Christian podcast for families? Awesome! Listen to the Word on the Street podcast with your family and enjoy getting to know Jesus together. Here's your host, Anna Ware. Have you ever wanted to know why Jesus performed miracles, how he did it, what was the purpose? In this episode, I am going to be talking all about miracles. But first, I just need to bridge the gap between what happened after Jesus was born and when he first started performing miracles, because that is a 30-year window. That is huge. Jesus was born in the year zero or thereabouts. I'm in the year 2020 right now, and they started counting when Jesus was born. I think that they might have got a little bit wrong, and it might be three years too early, but that's how it started. In the year 30 or thereabouts, Jesus started performing miracles and he started teaching and he started being public about who he is, the Son of God. We don't know a lot about what happened when Jesus was a baby or when he was a child or when he was a teenager. We know he was a carpenter, a builder. We also know that at one point the family went to Jerusalem. They went to the temple to do their sacrificing. Jesus was 12 and he chatted with the chief priests and the teachers of the law and they thought he was fantastic. He had really intelligent questions and Mary and Joseph actually came home without him. On the road, they realized that Jesus wasn't there. They must have been with a really big family and everyone was looking after one another and it was great. So they assumed that he was with them, he was responsible. But when they realized they went back to Jerusalem, they had to look around and they finally found him in the temple, still chatting with the priests and the teachers of the law. That's the only story that we know of between Jesus being born and Jesus starting his ministry. And he starts his ministry at about age 30 with a miracle. He changes water to wine at a wedding. He saves his poor couple who hadn't supplied enough drink with some drinks so that they would be able to save face and they wouldn't be embarrassed. Jesus is God's son. He is 100% God. He's a divine being. But when he came down to earth, he became a human being, a person. And so he would have gone to the toilet like us. He would have needed sleep like us and he needed food like us. He didn't have to obey the laws of science because he's God, but he chose to. He chose to obey the laws of science, but he was also able to not obey it. And so he was able to perform miracles. Now, what is the difference between miracles and magic? Now, I had to Google this because it's really kind of confusing because they are in essence, the same thing. But it is where the power is coming from. If you come across a miracle, it is something supernatural that has been performed by God. We credit God for the miracles. If you perform magic, it can be either two things. It could be a trick of the eye and it's an illusion. It really did happen, but not the way you thought. So they use lights and and mirrors to be able to convince you that you're seeing something that you're not actually seeing. And the second way that people can perform magic is by using a force or a supernatural power other than God. So we talk about angels and God being fantastic and from heaven. There is another side that is not from God, and that is what magic is. So be careful of that kind of magic. It is very clear that Jesus did not perform that kind of magic. Jesus performed miracles. He got his power from God. He is God. And because God created the world, Jesus has power over nature. What are some kind of miracles that you would do if you had power over nature? 
Well, Jesus walked on water to meet up with his disciples who were out on a boat on Lake Galilee. Jesus also calmed a storm. A big storm was crashing into the boat when they were all there and Jesus was asleep. But when he woke up, he just said, calm. And it did. All the water flattened and the wind stopped and it was calm. Jesus also had power over sickness. When people realized Jesus had this kind of power, they brought all kinds of sick people to him. And he was so inundated with people that he had to meet out in the desert because there wasn't enough room in the towns. And he thought people won't bother coming out to the desert, but they still did. People flocked to the desert to come with their sick friends and family to get healed. Leprosy was a skin disease and there were people who couldn't walk, people who couldn't see and people who were on their deathbed. And Jesus healed them and in all different kinds of ways. One time he put mud in their eyes. One time he just said, yes, they're healed and he didn't even meet up with them. One man who couldn't walk said, go and swim in this pool. It would have been hard for him, but he went and he did it and he was healed. And we can't forget that Jesus actually raised people to life and he didn't just raise one person. He raised three dead people to life again just by saying wake up or get up or come out and then they did. Each time that Jesus performed a miracle there were disciples with Jesus. The disciples were Jesus' friends and they were learning from Jesus. He was teaching them and they were watching Jesus and learning. What do you think they were thinking when they were watching Jesus perform all those miracles? I can imagine they were thinking Are these miracles or is this magic? Um, I think that it's from God and I'm going to go with miracles. And they thought that Jesus was God. A long time before this, the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 35 verses 3 to 6 said, Then the eyes of the blind will be open and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame, those who can't walk, leap like a deer. And the mute, those who can't talk, their tongues will shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. How does Isaiah know that Jesus is going to do these things? A prophet is somebody who gets messages from God. So God told Isaiah all these things and Isaiah wrote them down and Jesus actually did them. This prophecy was fulfilled in Jesus. So when Jesus was performing these miracles, people were remembering what Isaiah had written 500 years earlier and were thinking, oh, oh, this guy is special. This Jesus is special. We need to not ignore this. We need to focus on this and work out who Jesus is. So that begs the question, who is Jesus? The miracles that Jesus performed showed the people that he had the power of God. That is why Jesus performed the miracles. He could go around talking about God and teaching them all of these amazing things, which he did. The miracles were the thing that got people's attention and they stopped and they went, what? This is different. I want to listen. I want to hear. I want to know what's going on. That's why Jesus performed the miracles. After Jesus died, the disciples could do miracles. Imagine you're a disciple and you follow Jesus around for three years from age 30 to 33 and then you see Jesus die. He's laid in a tomb and then all of a sudden he's not there. He's risen again and then 40 days later he actually ascends up into heaven and then you can do the miracles. God says to you, go up to that person and say, you will be healed in the name of Jesus and it happens. That'd be pretty amazing. These disciples were normal people. 
Why do you think that God allowed these normal people, these disciples who believed in Jesus, to do miracles? After Jesus died, they travelled around the world preaching and teaching about who Jesus was, how he could save them from their sins, and how they could go to heaven, have eternal life. And being able to do miracles gave them authority. Now, why don't Christians perform miracles much anymore? Well, there isn't much need. We have the Bible. We have these stories that have been passed down from generation to generation. And we can believe without seeing. It's harder, but we can do it. When I was younger, about eight years old, I learned that if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, a tiny, tiny amount of faith, you can move mountains. And if you ask, you seek, and you knock, then God will open the door and he will answer your prayers. Well, I thought that was pretty good. And I wasn't allowed lollies much. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I just need to have faith that God is going to give me lollies. And my favorite lollies at that time was the old minties. If you're about 38, you might know that the minties were a chewy mint wrapped up in this awesome paper that you could hair and have little challenges to make the wrapper as long as you can and have competitions. Well, I wanted a whole packet. I was only ever given one at a time and I wanted a whole packet. And I thought, God, in the morning, I have faith that there is going to be a packet of minties on my shelf waiting for me when I wake up. I went to bed that night and when I woke up in the morning, I went straight to the shelf where I expected them to be. I had so much faith but there were no minties there. I didn't understand. It just doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't they be there? I had the faith. God had a good reason for not performing that miracle that I believed in that day. He was probably looking after my teeth, but he was also trying to tell me that he's not a shop and that he's not going to give us things that we want if they're not good for us, he's not going to give us things that we want if he doesn't think that they are important. And he will give us good gifts and he knows best. So we can trust him to be able to deliver when we need it. We can learn things about God by his miracles. We can learn that God really cares about people because he healed their ailments. We can learn that Jesus has power over nature. He's the boss of all the created things because he was able to perform miracles that showed that. Jesus has power even over death. He was able to bring two people back to life again after they had died. Jesus is powerful. God is powerful. And these miracles that Jesus did showed that. And he is amazing. Okay, we've reached the discussion question time now, and here is the first one. If you were there with some of the disciples and saw Jesus doing some of the miracles, what would you think about him? Here's the second one. If you could ask Jesus to perform a miracle today, what would it be? And the third question is this. Pray for your miracle. You never know. He may want to say yes and give you what you want. If you're tuning into the Word on the Street podcast and you're enjoying each episode, I would love for you to write a review on Apple Podcasts. That is something that you could do as a way of thanks to me for creating this content for you. And it would help me to be able to get the Word on the Street to more people. 
I would really appreciate it and it would only take two minutes of your time. That is the end of the episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. Continue the conversation with your family now or throughout the week. Or you can head on over to the Word on the Street podcast social pages and join our conversation there. Find all the links at thewordonthestreetpodcast.com.